It's episode 44 of Escape the Rat Race Radio. Let's do this. What I try and do if I'm meeting people who are in jobs and looking to escape the rat race is, first of all, to get them fundamentally aware that there's a, a world apart between income that flows from work and income that flows from assets. So one is temporary, the other is permanent. One, you need to show up. For the money to show up, other, you don't. One is freeing and one is trapping. The principle is then is, is to get people to understand that it's assets that create cash flow. And if you have cash flow and you don't need to work for that cash flow because you built it, then it will sustain you forever. It will sustain your family forever. Welcome to another episode of Escape the Rat Race Radio. I'm your host, Christian Rodwell, and this week I am very pleased to welcome on the show Mr. Kevin Whelan, who is the founder of Wealth Builders and a very close friend and mentor of mine. Now, Wealth Builders is a family of companies with a common mantra to create, build, and protect the wealth of their members. Now, Kevin has a strong belief that everyone has the right to be financially independent, an achievement that Kevin realized many years ago, and he has since focused his attention on teaching others through an elegant blueprint which highlights the seven pillars of wealth, which is essentially the seven different assets which you can generate cash flow from. Now, in this interview, Kevin candidly talks about his why and also talks about the difficulties that people encounter when creating their own watertight plan to achieve complete financial independence. We also take a closer look at one of the biggest sources of retirement wealth in the UK, however, also the most overlooked and certainly the most undervalued, which is pensions. Now, if you have a pension which is hidden away and something that you, like many others, believe can't be accessed until old age, then you're about to find out that that is not the case. Now, during our conversation today, Kevin makes a special promise to assist anyone listening to gain access to a special pension CPR so that you can begin the process of increasing your financial education and potentially tap into this highly overlooked source of funding. And you can either click the link within these show notes or head over to www.etrr.online forward slash pension CPR in order to register and have access to that. So let's not wait around any longer. You're particularly going to enjoy this conversation today around financial independence and assets. So let's head over to my conversation with Mr. Kevin Whelan. So welcome to Escape the Rat Race Radio, Kevin. How are you today? I'm great, Chris. Thanks for inviting me. It's nice when the student invites the teacher to play. Indeed it is. And we can come on to that in a moment. So Kevin, where in the world are you right now? I'm sitting at home, actually, um, which is in sunny Surrey, although the sun never shines at the moment, and uh, enjoying a little bit of P&Q, uh, looking forward to having this conversation with you and hopefully being of some value to your fellow Escape the Rat Racers, because I think it's a, a wonderful concept you've got and there's no shortage of people who want to do exactly that. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. And we're going to have a really good conversation today because we know each other well, and it's a real pleasure to have you on the show today. And you, you joked there about the student and, and uh, a teacher, and it's true because I talk a lot about mentors and the value of having a mentor. And it was in my early, early phases when I was still working in my nine to five back in 2014, and I was just beginning to explore what are the avenues out there available. And property was one of those avenues. And I started going to some networking meetings. And the very first one I went to, 
you were one of the main, well, you were the main speaker that night and you were talking about pensions. And this was something I had absolutely no idea or understanding or interest in, to be quite honest. Well, who's interested time. in pensions? It's <laughs> so boring and grey, aren't they, really? Well, that's what I thought until I heard you speak and it really, really opened my eyes. And you invited the people there that, that night to, um, to get in touch. And I got in touch before you'd even left the room. I'd sent you an email and you responded the following day. And that really was the start of, uh, of a wonderful uh, working relationship. And uh, I started to come in and, and learn and spend some time with you in your offices and become part of the Wealth Builders community and, and team. And so let's roll into what Wealth Builders is and what we're going to be talking about today, Kevin. So tell people a little bit about what it is that you do with Wealth Builders and how all of that came about. So Wealth Builders is essentially a family of companies with a common mantra. And the mantra is very simple. We create, build, and protect the wealth of people we meet and the, the members that we have in our community. And it was designed really because I saw people who had good intentions in jobs and in businesses making the same mistakes time and time and time again and really not getting to that place of complete financial independence. And I think everybody has the right to that, but it's so difficult to find the time and the skill to really develop a plan to make that all happen. So in the course of probably the last 10 years, I've created six different companies, all of which provide some specific niche of guidance and advice directly to help people create more wealth for themselves. And, and if we don't see that people are going to be wealthier as a result of the connection, we simply will not do the work. We don't want to be paid unless we're paid, unless the other person receives many, many more times value than that. And I think that's the essence of what we do. And that's why I think it resonates so, so clearly with those people who work with us. They know it's our job to get them wealthy, not to get ourselves wealthy. We always get a little bit of that value in exchange and that's fair. So we can keep the message going, keep the mission going. But uh, that's what Wealth Builders does. And uh, happy to share a little bit more if you want to dive deeper into any one of those those key areas if you want to well well we will indeed but i know that you're driven by a very strong why as well kevin would you mind just sharing that for anyone who's not heard you speak in the past about this yeah and it always gets me this one actually but thanks for asking i mean i think i've heard a couple of your interviews before chris and you kind of ask people the question about what was it that drove them to make a decision to grasp financial freedom and for me there were two issues one was my dad died very tragically when he was just over, just coming up to 46 years of age. And he was a naughty oil rig worker and he, he collapsed and died on the rig and they couldn't fly him out. And, and of course, I'm at that point, I was 25 years of age, a graduate economist, you know, trying to make my way in the world, thinking I was going to be a good economist and, and make a good living as a, in a job, working in banking. And I realized pretty much as we were genetic peas in a podcast, if you could see him and me, we looked the same, we walked the same, you know, everybody said we were cut from the same cloth. And while that was lovely, when you're growing up, when you're older, you think, hang on a minute, what if I don't make old age? You know, what if something happens to me where my family wasn't married then, got married in 89, and uh, I made the decision that I needed to, to essentially forge my own path, create my own wealth, and not be beholden to anyone at all, so that by the time I was 45, I needed to be completely financially free to support a family that I knew I was going to have. And uh, 
The date I made that decision was the 18th of August, 1988. And that number is indelibly etched into my brain. And the reason why it was so powerful to me, and it still permeates what I do today. In fact, it was my dad's birthday on April the 2nd. So only a few days uh, ago. And, and I'm always touched by that. And even though I'm much older than my dad was then, um, I did manage to achieve my goal. And if I could know now what I knew, or rather if I knew then what I know now, I could have done it so much more quickly because I did not have mentors and guides along the way. I pretty much carved my own path. And I would definitely say to anybody now, find somebody you resonate with, find a guide, find a mentor, find a coach, and make sure that you take the advantage of their skills ahead of you. Uh, so thanks for the question. It's really important that uh, you know, people get me because that's, that's, that was my driving reason why. Yeah, no, I really appreciate you sharing that, Kevin. And one of the other things I really like about what you've created with Wealth Builders is, is the model, is the seven pillars. For anyone who is looking to build wealth, who's looking to escape the rat race, the first thing to understand is that you have to build assets. You need to own assets. They're going to pay you. It's the whole thing about trading your time for money, making money work hard for you. So, yeah. so what are the seven pillars, Kevin? And, and where are some of the areas that you would say people most often overlook? Well, you know, it's a great question, again, to get into the, the, the concept of what I call pillars, but is really another name for assets. And what I try and do if I'm meeting people who are in jobs and looking to escape the rat race is, first of all, to get them fundamentally aware that there's a, a world apart between income that flows from work and income that flows from assets. So one is temporary, the other is permanent. One, you need to show up. For the money to show up, other, you don't. Um, so one is freeing and one is trapping. And so the, uh, the principle is then is, is to get people to understand that it's assets that create cash flow. And if you have cash flow and you don't need to work for that cash flow because you built it, then it will sustain you forever. It will sustain your family forever. So I defined my own terminology. Um, so an asset is something you own that is not you. It puts money in your bank account while you're asleep. You might think it would keep you awake at night, but it doesn't. It's quite soothing. And it does not end because you are not there. And you can pass it on to family, good causes, or any combination of those things. So if an asset does those four things, it's a genuine asset. If it doesn't do those things, it is not. And I've worked out over the course of my deep study of this that there are seven assets and only seven. Um, maybe there's an eighth on the way, which would be blockchain, uh, but so certainly seven at the moment. Do you want me to describe each one? Yes, that would be wonderful. Thank okay. you. Okay. So each asset has got the potential to create income. So um, if you imagine a circle, and there are three on the right-hand side and four on the left-hand side. The three on the right-hand side, pretty much what everybody has in the UK and in the US and in the Western economy. So they've got a home they live in. They've got some kind of a pension with their job or uh, personally, and they've got some money in the bank or some money in investments. So the first three assets are, are really potential assets because if you live in a home, you're not really going to turn that into an income of cash a flow of cash, unless you rent it out or unless you Airbnb it or unless you create some kind of income from the property. Most people don't do that. They live in houses and they never see their property as an asset until they downsize. And of course, when you downsize, it's all a bit late really um, because you don't really have enough money in the downsize uh, 
and you haven't built enough skill in other assets to know where to put that money. So the money tends to go in the bank, which doesn't really work because of cash interest rates. I'll do the third one, which is the investments, because I want to touch a little more on pensions because I'm so passionate about that particular area. And you touched on that in the introduction, Chris. Most people who've invested money have invested in ISAs or cash, and that money's really parked. It's put in a place for them to feel safe, has some liquidity, and generally speaking, it doesn't create cash flow. It kind of goes up or it goes down or it stays the same. That's what the stock market does. So unless you've got the skill of Warren Buffett to create many different ways of creating cash flow from the, the stocks that you have or the funds that you have, most people park that money. And it's the same with pensions, which is the biggest source of retirement wealth in the UK, but it's the most overlooked, the most undervalued, and absolutely the most that's kicked into the carpet, kicked into the long grass that says, do not disturb this money till I'm 65. It's money that came from an employer, so it's part of your past. And I want to say, please make it part of your future, because you can take money that's stuck in forgotten or frozen pensions, what language people use in their pension, you can turn it into the other assets, which are the exciting entrepreneurial assets, where you have to escape, you have to do something. You know, in order to escape something, you have to take action. And the action you take is with the other four pillars. So the other four pillars are a portfolio of property. So it's property you deliberately and conscientiously rent out, not a property you live in. It's a business either a trading business or some form of activity which is commercially viable and can keep generating income uh, and potentially for the long term without you having to turn up to do the work. It can be an intellectual property, which is creating value from your own ideas, but expressed in a different way to create long-term value. I think you're trying to do that and making a good job of it. How's the book coming along? Now, that's all part of your IP. Yes, you know? Absolutely. And, and the and the fourth or the the fourth one on on the left hand side or the seventh pillar is joint ventures and in the book that the, that I've written, Chris, I talk about we're in a community uh, uh, revolution. You know, people collaborating and working together, and that working together, forming joint ventures, forming ideas they can work on and share together. So where people are limited in time, which is normally the case with Escape the Rat Race. Uh, individuals is they they kind of one of their challenges is time so working with others can accelerate that and bring the most out of both so on the right hand side then we've got the house the pension and the investment and on the left hand side we've got property we have business we have intellectual property and joint ventures and what I encourage everybody to think about is understand that they can take the money they've got in their pension pot and for some people now it's quite substantial and they can move that money and invest it in property or in their business, or lending and joint venturing with other people. There are just so many opportunities to do that, which we've been doing for a decade or so. And thousands of people have made that money work so much harder than just riding the roller coaster on the stock market. Mm. So Thanks for explaining. Yes, it absolutely has done. And I think it would be helpful if I share in the show notes as well some links so that people can actually see visually the graphics which you've created, which really help to embed this in the memory. It does, so, yeah. Let's talk about, you mentioned property there, and I know you speak regularly in the UK at, at various property events. How, how has this impacted some of the people that have been part of the wealth builders community? And if you wouldn't mind sharing some stories of people who didn't realize the assets that were sat almost underneath their nose 
and then have been able to transform those and unlock them and allow them to go on and, and build wealth and even maybe escape the rat race in some cases. Absolutely. And so there's a bit of a misnomer that traditionally, you know, when you think about the word pension, you're thinking about, I've got to be old, you know, 55 and, and onwards. And there's no access. That money's locked away. But it's not true. So those people who take the entrepreneurial route, by the very definition of that, they tend to be more proactive. And therefore, more often than not, they have limited companies, they have businesses. And business owners are in a unique position in that what they can do is they can take the ownership of that pension for themselves. So they become the legal runner and the operator. Yes, there needs to be some training because that's life. But once they've had that training, they can take that money, be the trustee, and use that money in their business, help them to build property, or help them to do joint ventures. And there are many ways to do that. So, for example, many people um, perhaps want to learn how to do property but don't know how. One of the ways they can make that happen is they can take their money once they've owned it and controlled it in a special kind of a pension. Unfortunately, it's got terrible language associated with it in that it's called a SAS or small self-administered scheme, but it's really a pension for directors and owners of businesses, and they take that control, and they can lend that to someone and learn at the same time so that their money's teaching them, but still giving them a good return, often in the 8 to 12% range, and backed by the security of property. So A, it's not parked, B, it's teaching them, C, it's giving them a good return, and D, it's equipping them so that the next turn of the circle, the next time they... Uh, get that money back and they review that, they could do the very thing that they just watched. And we've got countless numbers of people who bought commercial property, bought pubs and converted them, barns and converted them, all within the skill set if you take guidance from somebody else ahead of you. So it's a combination of almost joint ventures and pensions and property. And you can link all of these things together rather than just saying, I'm using one strategy. It's the combination of the strategies that makes the acceleration that gets people out of the rat race much more quickly. And you can access that money pretty much straight away. You don't have to wait till you're 55. And the vast majority of people simply do not even know this concept exists because they live in the employed world where they're told what to do with their pension. They're not told they can have it. They're told you must leave it there because we're in control. Hi, I'm Kevin Whelan and you're listening to Escape the Rat Race Radio. One of the key components of Wealth Builders is education. So some people may be listening now thinking, oh, I haven't got a pension. So, you know, not much use to me this. But the thing is, when you understand this, then there's people all around you quite possibly who have pensions. And with a little bit of education, which is what Wealth Builders provides, you can have some conversations. And if you're the one out there doing deals, maybe looking for properties, then someone else maybe has the funding. And that's where Wealth Builders can, can assist. Yeah, I mean, there are other ways to create leverage other than the pension. But just before I go on to them, if we have time, Chris, I'll I'll mention something that, you know, I thought I would uh, do for you because, you know, most people who are in employment have got some money stuck in their pension somewhere. And that money invariably isn't bringing um, a wealth life to them. It's a, it's a repetition of their employment life. So I coined the concept doing of bringing the pension to life through CPR. And what I mean by that is doing a free review for anybody who's a member of your community 
on the charges, the performance, and the risks that they're taking. Because part of the Wealth Builder family is an IFA firm that I own. And, and of course, that does work. And while it would normally charge money to do that work, I'd be delighted to do that for free just because I want one person who hears this today to use that money, get that leverage, and use that as the fuel that crosses them from being in the rat race to out of the rat race. So let's find one person who can give you the story and say, I heard you talk with Kevin Whelan on the radio show, and I've done that, and I've made that happen. So if it takes 100, the most I can do is 100 for free, Chris. Otherwise, my team will go completely mad at me. <laughs> but, but we'll find one outstanding story with a bit of CPR on the pension and get that moved and get that moving. And it is doable, and we help hundreds of people do it a year. It sounds complicated, but it isn't. And there are many simpler ways where people can start making the journey, getting ready to cross over from working for a living to having their money work for them. And I'm more than happy if you want me to, to go into that. That sounds great. And, and let me back that up then and, and say to our listeners right now, take Kevin up on his, op- uh, his offer there. And when you have successfully managed to escape, I will invite you on to the escapees episode of Escape the Rat Race to share that story. And let's see how long it takes somebody to actually uh, take us up on that, Kevin. That's uh, an exciting be- challenge. Yeah, that, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. So, Kevin, let's let's talk about someone who's working really busy, long hours in the rat race, working more like a seven to seven than a nine to five, and they want to build their wealth, and they're just not quite sure kind of what direction they should they should go in first. Just from your experience, for someone listening, what would be some of your key tips and, and pieces of advice for those first steps to, to really, I guess, have a CAT scan view of what they've currently got in their life right now, how they can reduce some costs potentially, and how they can maximize some other areas. Okay. So um, let me think about the first thing. So when, when people are beginning to get some of the language of being wealthy, which is a completely different language from employeeship, they start off with learning words like ROI, you know, return on investment. But the thing that I'd say everybody should do, you, you touched on it with me, Kevin, what was your reason why? And my reason why was compelling. And the very first ROI I would have you share with your listeners is the first ROI is the reason to overcome inertia. Because I meet people who tell me they want to be financially free. They want that independence but they're not prepared to do anything about it. They would like it, but they are not committed to it. And when you press a little, and I'm a tough cookie and I press a lot, and when people stop doing things, they they don't take action. They won't take even a tiptoe step, not even a baby step forward. Everything holds them back. They just haven't overcome the inertia. They've made no decision. So start with the reason why. Uh, Once you've got the reason why, the next thing to do is understand yourself. And how, if you believe that part of the wealth building process to collaborate with others, how you, uh, how you engage with your own brain, how you make decisions. And you and I, Chris, are subscribers to Wealth Dynamics. And Wealth Dynamics is a brilliant tool. I'm sure you'll share more about that on another day that helps you understand what keeps you in a, in a place of flow. Because there's no point in moving from the rat race, if you don't like it, to something you don't like. You have to find a flow into something you love to do. 
And so finding that about yourself is the first thing with wealth dynamics, but it also helps you understand how you can connect and collaborate with others. Now, once you've done that, that's done. I then work on the five sources of leverage. So what are the things that you can look at that would help you um, take the first step? And I call it first, F-I-R-S-T, first. What's the first step? Once you've made the decision, what's the first step? And the first step is to look at leverage. Leverage gives you acceleration. Leverage gives you power. Leverage gives you more for less. So the five points of F, financial leverage. Is there something in your current financial life that you can make harder, sweat harder, get a better return, that you can use some of that return to help you increase your education, help you get support to the mentor, help you make better connections, and so on. And obviously, the pension is a big one of those. But there are other ones too. And I can cover that on another day if you want, or um, explain that in what I would call the the foundation of, of the work we do when we look into people's finances. The, the, um, the other aspects are more about um, relationship and about systems and about time. And I think the biggest one that um, people forget is when they're time poor. And I was talking to one guy who was commuting from Christchurch to London every single day, spending between 90 minutes in two hours on a train every day. And I said, well, what do you do during the course of that time? Why don't you make the train a university? Why don't you listen to Escape the Rat Race Radio? Why don't you listen to a podcast and, and find little ways that you can take that very first step to learn enough, even if it's just to crystallize the catalyst in why you should do something? So all of the different places you can find leverage is, is where you want to start. That's great. And I remember we did a workshop a couple of years ago and there was a really fun exercise where we had two teams and we challenged one team to try and save themselves as much money and the other team to be entrepreneurially minded and, and make as much money. And the message really out of that was that you can't save your way to wealth. Have you anything to add to that comment, Kevin? Yeah. If you, if you think about, there's nothing wrong with finding savings and there's a brilliant website, you know, which is Money Saving Expert by Martin Lewis, who teaches people about saving money. And I think saving money is a great thing. But if you save money and then just keep the money in the bank, it doesn't do anything. Save the money with a purpose. So if you save the money and then make the money work, you get leverage. So saving your way to wealth is much harder than accelerating your way to wealth by creating that leverage of, you know, better relationships, um, creating some form of, uh, systems or being part of somebody else's program that will help you get to where you want to get to quicker than the trial and error way that it took me what it was now from 88 to, uh, what was I, 45, so um, 2005. It took me quite a number of years to achieve what I wanted, um, which at that point was 10 grand a month, um, which was a decent income then. Um, doesn't help too much these days, but um, it's, it was a good income then. And the issue, I think, is if you could do it so much quicker, you could probably do it in five years if you harness all your resources and work with other people and, and take all the leverage opportunities you can. You can do it in five. I'm not sure you can do it very quickly. I think you need to be patient. It's like sculpting your body or sculpting anything. It takes time. 
Yeah, we've we've had this discussion, haven't we, Kevin, in the past where um, when I set Escape the Rat Race up, I put the marker in the ground. I said, Escape the Rat Race within 12 months. And since that period, last three years of running the meetups every month and, and connecting with hundreds and hundreds of people, you always said to me, I think 12 months is a pretty tall order more like three to five years. And, and I have to say, I do agree with that. Even if you really, really commit and you take action, it does take a time to, to build and for you to really find your flow, as you said earlier, and, and the collaboration side, you might not necessarily begin with the strategy that will get you there in the end. Yeah, I mean, I think it's reasonable, though, to be able to take the first steps in the first year, you know, is to create a path to do it, a plan to do it. So you could plan to escape the rat race within 12 months, so you can create the plan, but whether you could achieve that, I suppose if someone's on a low income, they could, but most people are on decent incomes, and particularly in London and the city where there's very large incomes to replace and mortgages and so forth. It, it is a very serious issue to try and replace, say, 100000 a year or 50000 a year, whatever, um, by wealth planning and assets, um, unless you have enough time to put all those things in place. Mm, yes. So Kevin, with Wealth Builders, we talk about vision. What's your vision with Wealth Builders over the next 12 months and even beyond that? Well, that's a really great question. I had a, um, for those of uh, people listening, trying to work out where the accent is from. Um, I'm a Northeastern. I grew up in uh, Newcastle. I'm a mad football fan. Uh, Toonami is the, Newcastle United is my team. And the ambition I had, which was just a funny visual I had, was everybody we touch at Wealth Builders, we make wealthier, otherwise it doesn't work. And I just had in my mind 50,000 people all creating financial independence for themselves, as if St. James's Park in Newcastle was full of people on a plan, on a mission, looking to help somebody else, because part of the wealth building journey is to reach forward to somebody who's ahead of you and reach backwards to somebody who's behind you. And if you look at it that way, and I imagine 50,000 Wealth Builder members all collaborating and helping each other to create financial independence. Boy, that's something that puts a smile on your face. Mm. So with that vision, what would be your words to anyone right now, Kevin, who is maybe squashed up on the underground or sat in a traffic jam <laughs> on the way to the office and they really, really want to release let's say, their inner potential. They know there's more to life than what they're currently spending their time doing, but something's holding them back and most likely it's fear. What would be your parting message for those people listening right now? Feel the fear and do it anyway, I think they said in the book. But, you know, the, the interesting thing on the other side of fear is always a breakthrough. Um, if something isn't slightly fearful, if it doesn't make you slightly nervous, then it's probably not worth achieving. I think all great things have this heady mix of a bit of trepidation and a bit of excitement. And if you feel them both in equal measure, but you let excitement win, then it will work. But part of being able to do that is to find somebody who can act as a coach, a guide, a mentor, whatever language you care to, to use. Sometimes people need to see an insight that they don't see, a bit like swinging a golf club. You know, you you swing it, but you don't see yourself doing it. It's a bit like that with finance. Or someone who can keep you going when you're feeling a bit disappointed that your progress is slower. Or someone who can 
introduce you to somebody else or give you another skill that you never thought was possible because you didn't have exposure to it. So I think you've got a lot of those resources within your own community and, and, um, and certainly do your wealth dynamic because doing your wealth dynamic will connect you to yourself, uh, which is the starting point of all of this, I think. So yeah, just feel the fear, but break through it because when you do, it's nice on the other side. <laughs> and so for those people listening now, Kevin, they like what they've heard. They want to find out more. What would be the next steps for them? How can they engage with wealth builders and even, you know, potentially come and hear you speak somewhere? Uh, well, certainly anybody who's listening can have a copy of uh, my book, whether it's in written form or an audio form, that's no problem. So you can hear that being spoken. Uh, wealthbuilders.co.uk is the name of the website. And of course, you know, connect with you because you know what we do. You know what we do inside and out. So if you can connect, I would suggest people connect with you first because you will know whether there's any aspect of what we do that can take them up to a higher level. So I'd say connect with you. And if they're not going to your meet meetups, go there and become inspired. And you know, they're in London anyway, so they're easy to get to. So I'd say start with you, Chris. Well, we're pretty, we're pretty global now, Kevin. We have listeners all over the world. So for anyone who's not in London directly, then absolutely make sure you connect through the Escape the Rat Race Facebook group and uh, all of the details can be found within the show notes. So Kevin, our time has passed so quickly. I knew that it would, and I knew that there would be so much that we still have to discuss, which perhaps we will schedule for a future date on Escape the Rat Race Radio. Thank you very much for inviting me, Chris, and I look forward to talking to you again. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation today with Kevin Whelan. Kevin is certainly someone whom I have to thank for helping me to increase my knowledge with regards to wealth building. And I've been sharing Kevin's principles with my own clients and members of Escape the Rat Race with great effect ever since. Now, if you have a pension or you know someone who does and you would like to take Kevin up on his offer of being one of the first 100 people to register your interest in the complimentary pension CPR, which will assess the charges, performance and risk of your current pension and help you to see how you could be getting a substantially better return, not just financially, but intellectually too. Then head over to www.etrr.online forward slash pension CPR and simply enter your details there. Now, you'll also be able to download a copy of Kevin's Wealth Builders ebook, which is absolutely fantastic. And I highly recommend that you download and read that if you're serious about becoming financially independent yourself. So don't forget to get connected with other members of Escape the Rat Race in our private Facebook group. And you can do that by visiting www etrr.online forward slash Facebook. And I'd also like to give some of our newest listeners a big shout out for joining the group over the last couple of weeks. And that's Serena Chu in Melbourne, Australia and Buddy Aguin over in Los Angeles. Welcome to you both. And thanks for being great members of the Escape the Rat Race community. Now, if you'd like to shout out, then just post a message in the Facebook group and I'll be sure to connect with you and shout you out on a future episode. So that's it from me for another week. I'm off to write some more of my forthcoming book, which is titled How to Sack Your Boss and Start a Business You Love. So until then, see ya. See ya.